The This Is Brewer podcast logo is created by Cooper Downing of Coop's Designs. Our website was created by the boudoir queen, Holly Franklin, and is hosted and produced by me, the Brewer of Blowin, Dean Franklin. Welcome back again to the This Is Brewer podcast. On this episode, I've got the amazing Lauren Cox, who is the manager of the Ned Ryan Hotel. So, Lauren, tell me a little bit about the Ned Ryan. So, the Ned Ryan has been operating in Borowa now for just over 12 months. It was a bit of a um, insightful project from a couple of the locals, and also, obviously, there's outside people involved who um, were part of funding it. But it's something that the town desperately needed. Yes. And as we all know, there's limited, well, there was limited accommodation options in Borowa up until. January last year. Yep. So um, after the building project finished and we opened our doors, it has hit the ground running and we've been flat out ever since. Excellent. excellent. And so have you been involved with the pro- project the whole time? No, I haven't. No. So um, a wonderful local lady, Lisa Cotter, she was very much involved in the project from the beginning. She oversaw the build process. She obviously had a lot to do with the interior design. She's very talented like that. Um, and she set the whole business up along with with uh, Jack and Trish Ryan as well. So they oh, so actually well. in the Ryan family. Absolutely, yeah. That is even better. Even I, better. I love that. Yeah. Because, so, and you're right, um, when it first got, started going up, I'm like, oh, is there is there a demand for more accommodation in Burra? Yeah. Because at the time I didn't think, and it built quick. Yeah. But I didn't think about how much space the wind farms were taking, um, you know, because the top pub's full I think the accommodation at the RAM was full. I think there's some accommodation at the courthouse. You know, it was all all packed. Yeah. Um, but it also, it kind of, and I won't say it brings, it does bring a level of luxury, but it, it brings that level of expectation that people expect from a small town motel. Yeah. Um, and so is that how you've, and have you been working as a manager since... Well, I came on board in May of 2022. So Lisa, she was pregnant at the time and she already had a little one um, with her as well. So they, at least from Trisha, advertised on Facebook. And my background, I've had 20 years experience in the hospitality industry in high level management. So um, it came up on Facebook and I know Lisa quite well. So I sent her a text. I was like, hey, would you like me to apply for this job? And she was like, yes, please. There were other applicants that went for it as well. Um, But I think with my youth um, and my social media experience as well, which, as we know, everything is going that way these days, then they're like, we'd love to have you on board. And I'm very passionate about customer service yeah. and I'm very passionate about Borua as well. I was gonna, And I was going to say that that's something you didn't mention is that you are a Borua local. Yes. So while you've been out and come back, yeah. um, you're very much, and your family's ingrained in the yeah. in the. The wool that is Burrawa, <laughs> which is which is which is awesome. Now, um, my family actually used it Anzac Day last year. They came. We sort of spoke about it Christmas time, twenty twenty one. I said, um, "Would you like guys like to come?" It was my um, brother in law led the march, um, and I said, "Here's the accommodation. Check it out." And I, I think they got the last two rooms at the time because. And so occupancy must be like it must be sitting at high occupancy. Very high occupancy, yeah. So, look, we are definitely through the week. You would be, I'm sure you've noticed, and I'm sure a lot of people have noticed, that through traffic in Burua has exploded 
in the last couple of years. Yeah. We saw a, a slight slowdown during COVID, but then after that. It's, it, it has it's, flown, has it? Like it's just... If you go down the street on a Thursday, someone mentioned to me the other day that they couldn't believe the amount of trucks that go through Borua on a Thursday. Yeah. It's not just trucks. We're sort of the main thoroughfare once you get off the Hume Highway and you start heading West, yeah. heading to places You've got to like go Cowra, through here to, Dubbo, to get all those places. Orange and places wow. like that. So through the week, we're, we're, you know, we sit at 95% occupancy rate, which is fantastic. That is fantastic. So my next goal is to increase traffic to Burua on the weekends. Well, because that's interesting. Like I've always gone down the main street on weekends and you, like, you can't find a car park. And so it's busy, but obviously it's passing traffic. It's not staying traffic. And so it's, is that something that, and now you've got many hats, um, is that something that as a community we need to try to promote, have more happenings on the weekend? Absolutely. Absolutely. It is definitely through traffic, whether they're going through from Orange to Canberra or vice versa or they're going to stay in Cowra or they're going to stay maybe in Young, wherever that may be, they're not staying here because everything closes at a certain time, which I love that about yeah. Borowa. I really do. And I love that we have that country charm yeah. where people still have that time with their families. Um, but that sort of 2 o'clock mark hits on a Saturday afternoon and it's ghost town. Yeah, and, 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 and it does make it hard, as you said, especially for those through traffic because 2 o'clock in the afternoon, if people are stopping, they're not particularly stopping for the day, they're stopping for a snack. Yeah. Um, and how have you? what sort of feedback are you oh, getting amazing. On? Oh, amazing feedback. I mean, I'm so lucky. I'm blessed with the best team. Yep. I have the best housekeepers and I have really great reception staff and the feedback has been incredible. There was a little bit um, of confusion around the contactless check-in that we have. We do have people on site most of the yep. time now, um, seven days a week, um, but get that, that initial, oh, there's no one there to give me a key. What am I going to do if something goes wrong? That's all sort of been cleared up yeah. now. So, and I think people adjusting, I'm going to say the boomers, adjusting to um, the newer technology of getting a text message or getting an email with their check-in information yeah. and not having that face-to-face conversation. But that, as I said, I'm, it's a very contact motel because yeah. there's someone there all the time. And, and, and that's an interesting thing. I think opening menus did it probably made that contactless process a little bit easier for yeah. most people. Yeah. And obviously there is that generation who, and that's, and I've noticed it with the IT work that I do, and that's just their makeup. They need, yeah. you know, they're the ones that will go to the bank to withdraw money instead of using the ATM. It's just that contact that they. Yeah. Well, they, um, yeah. Well, it, it's that, it's that, um, what do you call it? It's the, that's that comfort level. They're kind of used yeah. to that. And I understand that. Um, and so the, and the feedback has been extremely positive. Yeah, really positive. I think I've had one half negative review. Um, we're on booking.com and we also take most of our bookings through the website and over the phone. Yeah. We've just expanded into Airbnb as well. Oh, really? Yes, I did that last week. Um, but I think I had one negative comment. A lady couldn't find a PowerPoint in the room. Okay. Um, there's actually six of them in there. <laughs> so it's not it's, it's a matter of looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, they are hidden in, a, you know, some are behind the bed, but it was also August and yes. it was cold in Burua and she didn't like that. So... As far as the motel is concerned, we're hitting ninth and tenth. Yeah, you, you, you can't. It's not your fault. That's no, no. Um, if it was, I'd be blaming you for the horrible weather of the last few weeks. <laughs> and, and I know it's probably a difficult question. Because you're hitting so many high occupancy rates, 
is there the opportunity or even the ability to expand or you sort of there's nowhere else you can build, is there? Oh, look, at this stage, Burra was pretty landlocked. I wouldn't say landlocked, but with Donahue's estate opening up, yeah. there's going to be an increase in population here, whether we like it or not. Yeah. Um, and I think that's going to happen regardless. Yes. So, yes, there is an opportunity to expand and, um, you know, it's definitely something we'd look to do in the future, I would say. And do you think that also it's it's likely to act like a cattle prod for the other hotels in town to sort of lift their game, that um, they rest on their laurels for a little while because there hasn't been an alternative? Yes. Look, um, I think as far as the pubs are concerned, they're doing a fantastic job. Oh, yes. You know, they mic at the top pub and their food is just fantastic. Oh, they, they, they offer things that we can't offer. We don't have a kitchen. We yep. don't offer food. We are just purely accommodation. Um, and then, of course, there's the Cordy next door, which they are doing a fantastic mm. job as well. But as you said, their occupancy rates are just as high as yeah. ours. So as far as lifting their expectations I think, yes, there are some areas in town that, you know, other places in town that could definitely do that because it's our main street. It is. It's our, the way we look and present to people passing through. And it's that first impression thing, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Um, so you've said you've – so how many staff do you have? Like how many people have you got at there? So there's myself and Beck. Uh, she's the other receptionist. Yep. And there's also we've got another girl, Selena. She's just started working for us on the weekends. And then there's my housekeeping staff. So I've got Jackie, Brooke, Jeremy, Scott and Belle. So and they're all yeah. local? They're all local people, And yeah. Scott as in Scott as in Scott? my husband. <laughs> yeah. So that's always good. Yeah. Um, and so you've, you've moved out of town and you've come back. Yeah. How was that? Because um, well, you guys went up to Catherine, didn't you? We went to many, many places. So um, Scott, my husband, and I, we met and got married in Darwin. I originally moved up there in 2008 um, and left Borowa. I was yep. working in Young at the time um, and then moved up to Darwin and we stayed up there for about seven years. Intermittently we've been back and yeah, forth yeah, between yeah. Borowa um, and we have four children, um, my eldest of which is now in high school. So for us, it was a matter of going, okay, we need to find a community that is safe for our kids and where we can raise them in an environment that we want to raise yeah, them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Borowa ticks all the boxes. It does, it does Yeah, indeed. it's so safe and so close-knit um, that having kids here, we're sort of in a bubble, aren't we? Like we're really lucky that we have this safe bubble to bring our kids up yeah. in. There's no... There's no high levels of crime. There's no, you know, high levels of drug use. No. There's no graffiti everywhere. It's, it's almost that come home when the streetlights come on. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and look, and that's that's one of the things we love about it as well and why we sort of settled here was we can let, you know, at the time when we got here, a seven, eight-year-old, go out on his scooter to the, and know that he was safe and also it's a small enough town that if they do something good, you're told about it. If they do something bad, someone will tell you. Absolutely. Um, and, and and it's not that you've got the big brother thing, but it's just such a tight community that people look after yeah. each other. Absolutely. I was talking to people who have recently moved here and they had um, their daughter starting in the same class as one of mine at um, Boral Central. And I, they live around the corner. Mm. I said, just send her down, you know, nine-year-old. And they're like, oh, oh no, no, we'll drop it down. You're in Boral now. Yeah. It's safe. Everybody's it's a, watching. Yeah. And not in a bad way. It's we just we have each other's backs. It's a community. It is, yeah. So back to the Ned. Yep. 
So you mentioned you don't have cooking facilities. Do you have chargeback capability so that... Not at this stage. We are looking at doing that. Um, and I do, I am in the process of setting up packages as well. So I'm yeah. talking to businesses around town, um, setting up packages so that people have a total experience yeah. when they come to Boral. Yeah. They don't just have a bed to sleep in. Because that would be the hardest thing I know with, um, you know, and I've travelled a bit and I've spent a lot of time in hotels. You get into a hotel sort of later in the afternoon and you don't know where you can get food. Um, so having that ability or having, even having someone going, look, the Chinese is across the road, top pub's great, courthouse is right there, yeah. um, is brilliant. And, 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 look, the food that's available in Borough is We're exceptional. We're so spoiled. You know, it's one of the best Chinese restaurants I've ever the eaten. The best. The Cordy puts on great meals. The top pub puts on great meals. The services pub is, yeah. is you know, getting better and better and better. So, you know, fine-tuning, they've got that exceptional chef there now. Um so it's a it is good. So what is the what's the plan for the net in the next twelve months, five years? Twelve months, five years. So for twelve months, I'm as I said, really looking at increasing that weekend traffic to Borua. Yep. It gets to Friday and you know, yeah, I've it, got it, rooms. It's tumbleweeds down the main street. Absolutely. So um well, um I'm on every committee pretty much in town and looking at expanding into having more things on more regularly that people can come and stay for rather than just passing through. And is that why you're on all these committees? Absolutely. Just to sort of bring this is why I started this podcast <laughs> as well. It's about getting people to know what's here. Yeah. Um, and then expanding it. And it's, and, you know, and I'm off topic a bit, but kind of not. Um, I've seen it before in Darwin and other places where they have the um, movie under the stars and you get your big inflatable movie screen. You can sit down there and you have the cafes and restaurants in town put on a like van and have food available. And, you know, that's something yeah. that you can, because you've got that middle space and Ned Ryan's probably not big enough for that, but. Is that the sort of thing you're looking at? That sort of thing too and also things that locals want to come into town for because we have to remember too that a lot of people live out of town. Yeah. Borua Hilltops, the old Borua Council, yeah. is a huge area. It is huge. And people live 50K, 60Ks out of town. Yeah. You can't get in your car and drive home from the pub anymore. No. Those days are over. Yeah. And Not that we encourage that no, at all. Absolutely not. <laughs> Definitely not, especially with the state of the roads. I grew up in Darwin, so that was second nature for everyone. Um, But, you know, getting people to come to town and stay at things that are happening is also a priority of mine. So um, I'm looking at working with the Rugby Union Club and also the Rugby League Club for when they have home games, offering people discounts so that they have somewhere safe to come home to instead of getting in their car and driving. And I think that's especially for, like, I my kids play the juniors, but obviously with the, because if they're playing under lights. Yeah. It's in the middle of winter. It's it's sort of eight nine o'clock when they're finishing, and then if they've got to travel, you know, yeah, 30, 40, 15 even. Well, okay. even that, you know, because some some of them are coming from tomorrow, Kuda, yeah, all those. So that's an hour drive. Yeah, and driving at night through the country is always hairy. Very, yeah. Um. So, so if that was the plan, and obviously you'll you'll need assistance from other other hotels in town to encourage that yeah. because you're restricted in so when so in the weekends what's your occupancy rate get down to because you've always got the so the wind farmers they only 
to do like for the week. Some of them here are here all the time. Yep. Um, others aren't. Uh, there is also pipeline maintenance coming through town as well. Oh yeah. Which just quietly they've been a nightmare to deal with, but that's the name of their game. Um, but that's not the people themselves. That's the that's management. Just, yeah, yeah. In Sydney, yeah, you know, yeah, little yeah. country town, they don't care about us. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, no, when they're here, they're here the whole time. Um, but. With the weekend occupancy rate, as I said, it, it halves, basically. Oh, okay, wow. Yeah. So when there is something on, like a funeral or a family reunion yeah. or picnic races, sold out. Woolfest, sold out. Burrow show, I think I have two rooms. So you're all booked out for the races and the Woolfest already? Gone. Okay, so Woolfest, for anyone listening, is in October. And when's the races? The races are on the 29th of April this year. 20, oh, it's, that's a bit earlier. Yeah, it? they normally have it on the first weekend of May, but it just depends on when well, um, we get allocated our. Oh, okay. So it's not booked in stone. It's when no. all the other races are on. Yeah. Because last year got washed out, didn't it? It did, but the event still went ahead. I, I, and I heard it was a cracking <laughs> it event. Was and the best. No one even noticed it wasn't horses. No one noticed. <laughs> I mean, the, the picnic races is such a. a a long-standing yeah. event in Borowa and it's very well loved by people from far and wide. We are booked out. We were booked out twelve months in advance for that, and the same for the Woolfest, which is, which is exciting. And it's one of those country town things that, like I know, and my older brother used to do it when he was you know didn't have kids. Him and his wife would go every weekend. They would be at a different picnic race, Art Leth and Borowa, yeah. Carrow, and they just. They work so they can go to the races each weekend. Yeah. Scott uh, and I used to have a – we used to run a pub in Gundawindi in, oh, in wow. Queensland and they have a really big picnic race event there. Yeah. Um, I said at the time that the picnic races have replaced the BNS. Yes. They have replaced the BNS. Because that's not appropriate to have BNSs no, anymore. No, and, and that would be very accurate because I think a lot of them used to roll into the races and the BNS were almost one and the same. Yeah. So now there's no really such thing anymore as a BNS, so people go to the picnic races. And an ex- it's an excuse to get dressed up. And, and, there's not a lot, and there's not a lot of excuses during the year to do that sort of no. stuff. You know, like if we look at what was coming up, you've got the Borough Show, which is – you know, and I just finished talking, having recording them. Um, you know, that finishes at seven o'clock at night. They don't have a nighttime thing, and there's many reasons for that. Um, then you've got Woolfest, which is again more, a lot more family orientated, and so the picnic races is sort of the only sort of event for you know, young adults. That's right. Really. Um, so for me, what I would love to see is ball. Yes. In town, not a BNS ball, oh. just a ball. Yes. Um, which would be fantastic. And do you think that the I think is that what they're doing at the model store? They're building a function center? Would that be I'm I can't answer that question, I'm afraid. I've got no idea. I keep probing people to think <laughs> someone should do I'm, I'm getting them on. They are yeah. coming on and yeah. they, they keep saying but they're in Sydney and so yeah. they it's hard. They come on weekends and they're like normally I've got children to worry about on weekends. Yeah. Um but you're not gonna leave them at home. Um so that's – but it, it's exciting. And and watching how quick it went up blew my mind because I remember at one stage when they first started, I thought, oh, they're extending the car – like they're building a car park for the pub. Yeah. And then someone said, oh, it's a motel and it's an extension of the pub. And then someone – no, and then all of a sudden there's this motel which the last, I reckon, three weeks of build was just – 
insane. They had to smash it out because we had um, the New South Wales police chiefs. Oh, that's exactly right. So, so that we was the had beginning to of the accommodate year, all of those people. Yeah. Um, and so there was a real push towards the end there to get it finished for them. Like Lisa and Trish did an amazing, mind-blowing job yeah. of getting those rooms ready like the week before. And so were most of those contractors local? Um, no, which was a real shame. And then going forward with maintenance and things like that has caused obviously greater issues. You asked Tommy Carnell about our hot water systems because of the good boreal water that we have here. And he's about ready to murder the plumber that put those in. So, um, but... In saying that, I had nothing to do with yeah, that part of it, so obviously. I can't really. Yeah, and, but it's one of those things you've got to use what's available. And yeah, I haven't met I haven't met a builder or a plumber or a tradie in town who can drop everything and come to you. Like yeah. they are booked out, which oh, is they are so which is out. which is great, and it's a, and it's a testimony to the quality of our tradesmen. Yeah, um, you had an opening. I think just before it opened, maybe just after it opened, I had a walkthrough open day. Yes, for the Multicultural Festival. Y- yes. Yeah. And that was – there's such good quality rooms. And as I said, I've spent a lot of time in hotel rooms. Do you know uh, how many people ask me what brand of bed we have? Every second guest because they want to get the bed. They're like, it's so comfortable. Where, what bed is that? Where did you get it from? Which is fascinating because because Holly used – like her, she does the shoots, so you use hotel rooms. Yeah. And she was the same. She'd come out of particular hotels, like certain ones in Canberra, and go, oh, that's the bed, yeah. the mattress that I want to buy. <laughs> yeah. It makes a huge difference, you it know, um, which is which is great. Um, and you can probably, yeah, plug it on and you might get a discount next time. <laughs> um, no, they are really, really good quality rooms. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of very, very homely. It is. Um, you know, as I said, I had my family, family stay for Anzac Day last year and they all commented on how homely and, and comfortable the rooms were. They had everything they needed to have. Um, you know, it's not a shoebox. It's quite a large room. It is. Our king quite- rooms are especially large mm. um, and we have quality bedding and furniture furnishings in there. So uh, all of the bedding, the underlays, the doona cupboard, the doonas, sorry, and the pillows are all wool yeah. from Borowa. Oh, really? that is excellent. Yeah. So we have a company that makes that for us and they get their wool from Springwaters. So wow. it's all Borowa wool. And that's, see, that's even better. It's yeah. a Borowa business promoting a Borowa business, which is what we should all be about, I think. Absolutely. Because there's so many exceptional little businesses and that's the other reason why I'm doing this is to get some of those little businesses out and about and talked about. So, look, that's, that is excellent. If you're ever in town, especially on the weekends and you want someone to stay, contact Lauren and her team. What's your name? Contact Lauren and her team at the Ned Ryan and they will help you any way you want. Yeah. It's a great little town we've got and it's an exceptional little motel. Um, so, yes, do yourself a favour. Molly Meldrum. Yeah. Do yourself a favour and, and come and see the Ned Ryan. So you can find us at thenedryan.com. Very simple. You can book through the nedryan.com. It's just the nedryan.com. You can also call us Monday to Fridays, 9 to 5, Saturday, Sunday, 11 till 3 on 5300 1810. Excellent, excellent. Here's another one. Okay, before we finish, so why the Ned Ryan? Well, because of the man himself, You've been waiting Mr. For Ned Ryan. <laughs> so Ned Ryan was one of the original people that came, convicts that came and um, got a parcel of land in the Borua area. Um, if you go out to Gaylong, yep. where the monastery is, that's where his original homestead still stands. Wow, really? Yes, 
absolutely. That's awesome. There's a book called The King of Gaylong Castle all about Ned Ryan, and he is the Ryans who are in town. He's their original descendant. So, Because I always, I always thought it's interesting that there's a lot of a lot of things named after the other founder yeah. of Brewer, and I'm like, who's this Ned Ryan guy? Yeah. And, of course, you look at the picture and it looks like it's it, the same picture of any <laughs> – Irish man from the 1800s. It yeah. could be Ned Kelly, you know, yeah. big beard and all yeah. that sort of stuff. And the fact that he still has family and his family were involved in the building of the hotel is just brilliant. Yeah. Now, the other exciting thing I saw on your Instagram the other day was you actually had a Ned Ryan stay at the Ned Ryan. You did. Was he, that kind of freaky? Well, he read his daughter rang um, because his Irish accent was so thick. <laughs> And she said, oh, I need to book for my father. Um, and I started taking his details. And she said, okay. I said, all right, first name. She said, Edward. And I said, second name. She said, Ryan. I said, you're kidding me. <laughs> and she said, no, that's why we're going to come and oh, stay. that's brilliant. Because he's the Ned Ryan. He bought his birth certificate and everything oh, for us to have Isn't a that awesome? It was so great. So we had a really good chat with Ned. And how long was he in town for? He came for a... Three week, three nights day. Sorry. Wow. Yeah, that's brilliant. Uh, just to check out Boral because of its Irish history. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then just say that he stayed in the Ned in Ryan. In the Ned Ryan. Yeah. That is so so cool. So thank you very much, Lauren. No worries. Um, I'll be talking to Lauren again on the next episode where we talk about her pet project, the Verve Collective. And in a future episodes, I'll have other business people of Boral online. So thank you very much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. You're listening to the This Is Brewer podcast. Each episode, we'll talk to business owners, community leaders, and local identities about why they do what they do in the Brewer region, as well as all the happenings in Brewer.